Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHays.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a happy Monday and welcome to Tiger Talk. Yes, we're back after a little hiatus at the end of the basketball season. And we're certainly glad to have you aboard as we talk Fort A. State softball and baseball. I think today is the first official day of spring later this afternoon. So kind of fitting. It's our first program with the spring sports at Fort A. State. We'll be talking with softball coach Adrian Pilkington here shortly, and then we'll have the new head baseball coach at Fort A. State, Justin Wickard, join us at around 1230, getting to know him a little bit better and take a look at that Fort A. State baseball program. They're coming off a good weekend down at Edmond, taking two out of three from the Broncos of Central Oklahoma. We're live once again at Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main and Hayes. We'd love to have you join us for lunch. Certainly, if you're busy over the lunch hour, want to get some barbecue takeout, BigSmokeHayes.com. That's where to go. See the menu. Place your order. They've got their own dry rub, their choice of sauces. They've got all the great uh, choices, the different styles, the KC, the Texas, the Carolina, you name it, and a tremendous, tremendous menu to choose from. We're going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, we're going to do Jordan, who's our videographer for uh, our Hayes Post. If you don't catch the program live, you can always watch it replayed on Hayes Post. Also, uh, replay audio on the um, Defend the Fort podcast. But uh, we're going to go with uh, Jordan's recommendation today and mix up the menu. Uh, but we're certainly glad to have you with us here for Tiger Talk as we talk baseball and softball. And uh, with that, we'll bring in the head softball coach at Fort Hayes State, I think entering, what, your ninth year, Adrian Pilkington? Yeah, Isn't it, though? I looked that up this morning, and wow, time goes quickly. Um, your team off to a 16-10 and 10 start. Had a rare weekend off, which probably, after a, a flurry of games to start the year, probably came at a good time, and now really focus in on, on conference play. But um, first off, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. And um, just your overall thoughts so far, 16-10, and 10, you got to be pleased with the, the way the team has started right now. Yeah, I mean, I think we're doing a lot of good things uh, on both sides of the ball. I, th- I think we're just still facing a little bit of inconsistency, and that comes with just, again, uh, a lot of freshmen and sophomores in the lineup, uh, only two to three upperclassmen, depending on how the lineup pans out. So um, sometimes I think maturity still bites us a little bit, but, you know, we're learning from every experience and working on getting better. Um, I think that 10 could could be down a little bit. I think we beat ourselves, uh, you know, a handful of times on there. And, and the thing is, is we just have to learn that now. That's what preseason's for. And just hold on to those lessons as we enter into conference season. Seemed like last year when we did these programs, we talked about the youth of your team. And it was a young team with a few veterans splashed in. A lot of those same names and faces are back, but they're still young. Yeah, yeah. Um, on a on a regular basis, we start two upperclassmen. Uh, we also have one other one that throws in the circle for us uh, a little bit. So outside of that, you know, we're just we are we're either freshmen or sophomores spotted all over the infield, outfield, and um, you know, again, that just comes with some some growth and maturity. But uh, solid players. It, I mean, it's a it's a really fun team to be a part of. It's a fun team to watch. Um, they're they're going to have a lot of growth here again this year. They had a lot of growth last. year year you know they started 50 some games as a freshman or a sophomore so um you know a lot of positive there 
what is when, when you have young players, and I guess it's probably a little bit different this year because last year you had a lot of them experiencing the collegiate level of softball for the very first time. Uh, the challenge is there, and then now going from a freshman to a sophomore, because you, you were a part of this when, when you played, what then becomes the challenge in that regard? Still an underclassman, you've got a little bit of experience. Uh, maybe maybe compare the two, uh, you know, your first year and now going from your first to your second year. You know, I think some of it comes along with that. You, you want to get to the point of, like, that been there, done that phase of, of your career of, like, feeling more confident and comfortable in some of those tighter situations or, um, you know, when plays and games are on the line, when you're at bat and the game's on the line, those things. Um, but I think just coming out of your freshman year, it's just uh, just trying to get their feet wet and trying to figure it out. It's it's a fast level of play. It, it elevates even more extensively out of high school travel ball. It's just the speed of the play, um, you know, the, the pace of it, uh, different ways that a defense and an offense can push you. So it's just kind of learning the ropes there. Uh, but, you know, I think they're doing a good job. And then you throw in, if you're a freshman, you're trying to navigate college and all of those other things that I think sometimes we, we forget about, but um, that's all new for them. So And then you throw in softball and, and you know, the weights and the, even you know, the off season and the fall and everything. There's a lot thrown out of freshmen. And, and you, know, it probably, yeah. you know, if you can have the luxury to redshirt, it probably is a good thing, but you don't always have that luxury. But, but there's just a lot thrown at them. Yeah, I mean, most of the time in their freshman year, you're just trying to keep their head on straight and just <laughs> help them, you know, stay – stay positive not get overwhelmed uh you know again we play 56 games in three months so it's just there's not a lot of breathing room this break that we got last week was one of the one of probably the only times that we've ever had that and I think it was a nice reprieve for the kids um but that's just so abnormal it's just game after game and travel after travel that you just got to keep your head moving forward and just keep pushing forward yeah, minus weather. I don't remember a weekend where you, you've had it off, especially this time of the year. We will remind you, forgot to tell you at the outset, and we did have one set in. If you want to chime in with a question for either of our coaches, uh, go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Uh, you'll see all the tabs on top. Go to Fans. And then you'll get the drop-down menu. The fans about midway through. Uh, you'll click on that, uh, and then you get the drop-down menu. Then at the very bottom, uh, near the bottom, you'll see Tiger Talk, Ask the Coach. Submit your question. If we use your question, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate to use here at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. So a chance to ask the coach a question. That's just a burning you've been wanting to ask and find out for a long time and also chance to win some free food. Again, we, we had one sent in this week, and I think we just had one sent in here in a minute ago. And we'll, we'll get to those a little bit later on in uh, the program here on Tiger Talk. Uh, we mentioned you had a little bit of a break. You're, you're 16 and 10. you got to get away for a little bit uh, during spring break uh, last week, went out to Colorado and renewed some old Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference rivalries, dropped the first game to Missouri Southern, a, a crazy one, 13-11, but they came back, or to MSU Denver, I should say. Then you came back, beat them, and then got a couple of wins at Pueblo, um, minus uh, not holding an early lead against uh, the Roadrunners. A, a pretty good week for you guys, uh, gals last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that one just kind of caught up with us, and they chipped away. But, I mean, they're a tough team. Yeah. And they just they, they always battle. They're, they're a seventh-inning team. They play hard through the end. And, um, you know, if we were a pitcher down on staff this week, we got one uh, kind of little nagging injury. So it just was kind of one of those deals where normally we could have probably made another change. But, um, you know, they just kind of had to gut it out and get through it and, um, you know, we finally hit uh, again since Topeka. We had we had a slow, little lull there, which is kind of how it goes. I mean, you get comes and come and goes uh, offensively, but um, you know it, it was hard to gripe at them. They played hard. Uh, they hit well. They had good at bats. Uh, you know, it just sometimes sometimes you lose tight ones. Yeah, and you said MSU Denver has had a really good program and, and had a good team, but then bounced back one game, two, and then you had to like how you took care of business down in Pueblo the next day. Yeah, uh, it was it was good to go get those wins and just get some confidence again. Uh, good at bats under our belt, even though we didn't run up the score uh, quite as well as I think we could have. You know, we had a lot of hard hit balls, a lot of line drive shots, and especially from some kids that have been just a little bit slow offensively this year. So I think we gained some confidence back and, uh, you know, are on track to do some good things as we enter into this week as you look at this team i mean what have you liked so far uh, and let's just break it down let's start w with the offense uh, you know times last year you struggled to generate runs you didn't have that power uh, 
do you, you feel that's got a chance to be a little bit better this season? Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely have a lot more fight. Again, it's just more of like the been there, done that kind of thing and <laughs> just having confidence at the plate. But, um, you know, we added uh, a leadoff, uh, Peyton Shepard, to the top of our yeah. lineup, and I think she's just really been a great tone setter. She's kind of a spark plug and, and kind of the energy for us offensively, and, and she's fast. So um, if she gets on, we have a lot of good opportunity to get her across. Uh, so I think that gives our offense a little bit of life that we didn't have last year. And we'll talk more about her. She's leading you in hitting right now and, and having a, a good season. And what about the pitching staff? And we'll talk more detail about them individually, but uh, uh, got to be pleased, uh, by and large, have thrown the ball pretty well so far this season. Yeah, uh, they're competing well on the mound. And, uh, you know, again, learning lessons that, you know, they came out of last year and sometimes they would, uh, you know, not bounce back. But, you know, as a pitcher, you have to be pitch to pitch and you have to really focus on, you know, winning each time. Uh, you can, you have to have a short memory. You can't just let some of the, your struggles sit there and fester, so I think we've done a better job of understanding that hey, sometimes you're going to give up hits, sometimes you're going to give up big hits, but how do you respond? How do you work back? And just trying to make good pitches uh, more often, uh, believable balls, things that we can get other teams to kind of take bites on, uh, and, and we're doing a good job of mixing that. A four-day state uh, off this weekend, as we mentioned, uh, after their Colorado road swing. They are back at home tomorrow, uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, in fact. It'll be a four-game series with Colorado School of Mines. Well, the Ordiggers, because of weather up in Shadron, they're going to end up playing uh, back-to-back doubleheaders yesterday and today, then back-to-back doubleheaders tomorrow and Wednesday here at Hayes. We will have tomorrow's doubleheader, by the way, right here on KAYS. Uh, first pitch set for 2 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 1.40 with the Auto World pregame show. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. It is Tiger Talk on this Monday, talking some softball with Coach Adrian Pilkington. We'll take a break, be back with more here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. BTI of Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt has been your source for quality ag parts for the right price. With fall planning upon us, it's time to stock up on your planting parts and supplies so you have them on hand when you need them. BTI offers free parts delivery to their parts drop-off box locations. Check with your local BTI or visit btiequip.com for the nearest drop-off box. BTI, your local John Deere dealer. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Welcome back to Tiger Talk here on this Monday, talking softball with head coach Adrian Pilkington, four-day state head baseball coach Justin Wicker will be joining us a little bit later on in the program. We've got a few questions that have been sent into us. We'll get to those here a little bit uh, later on, uh, several for Coach uh, Pilkington as well as Justin Wickard. So we'll get to those. And, again, a reminder, if you want to chime in with a question, pretty simple. Go to the four-day state athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. You'll click on the fans button. You'll get that drop-down. 
you'll see Tiger Talk ask the coach, submit your question. If we use it, you'll have a chance for a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Tiger Talk also brought to you today by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank would like to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, visit them, goldenbeltbank.com. We're talking some softball with Coach Adrian Pilkington. You mentioned Peyton Shepard, one of the newcomers on the team, leads you with a 417 average right now, leads you with 35 hits, um, also 14 stolen bases, which is top two or three, I think, in the MIAA, and it's early on yet. But uh, just talk about her a little bit, uh, um, uh, where you found her, and and obviously she's been a nice addition and, and what she just adds to your squad right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Peyton is from Lakewood, Colorado, so she plays for, played for uh, American Freedom, a program uh, out of that area that we've recruited before. Um, so Peyton was actually kind of on a different journey. She was basing uh, her decision on she was trying to decide if she wanted to pursue track or softball. Um, so we were that's uh, the speed. Yeah, we we were in line with a, a couple, uh, I think, Division One programs for uh, track scholarship, and she just wasn't ready to give up the game yet. So um, we're grateful for that. She's a, a really dynamic player. Uh, she's a slapper, but she's uh, got a lot of tools in her arsenal. She she can work the short game. She's got some pop. She'll punch through holes. I mean, if she gets a hold of one, I think she could easily probably have it in the parker. Um, but she's, she's a savvy kid. She's smart. Uh, works super hard for us, so um, definitely been uh, a positive for us uh, in, a, in a de- adding her to our lineup. Yeah, right now fifth in the conference in batting average, eighth in hit by pitches, so she just finds a way to get on. Two-time state champion and her high school record holder in the 100 meters, also the 4x100 relay, the 4x200, and the sprint medley relay. Uh, it's Nice when you can find that, that multi-sport uh, uh, type of player with that speed and just another another element of the game, and especially in softball. It's such a key component, getting runners on, finding a way to move them over, and finding a way to get them in. Yeah, and uh, there's just there's a different level of speed. You know, you can have a fast kid that doesn't have a lot of savvy, but, man, Peyton understands the game. She does a good job of keeping the defense guessing, which is just the biggest part of being successful, um, you know, on the left side of the plate. So uh, that aspect are definitely um, – Adds, adds to her ability as a softball player. And, you know, the stolen bases and obviously speed helps, but th- there's a knack to it too. And, you know, I, there's been a lot of fast players who aren't good base dealers. Mm-hmm. Then there's a lot of guys who have average speed that are and just, it's you know, getting reads. And in softball, especially with, with no leadoff, that becomes important. But when you can add both elements to it, yeah. you really got something. Yeah, we've definitely <laughs> had some fast kids in the past that haven't been nearly as successful as Peyton. But I do think that, that she's just smart. She's a savvy kid. Uh Dad coached some softball uh, on our high school team for a while, so I think she just gets a little bit of that different coaching perspective um, probably from him and just does a really nice job. She's a student of the game. She works hard. You know, it's fun. You, you go, I say fun. You go over your roster and, and a lot of juniors, a lot of sophomores, a lot of freshmen, um, you know, and some of, the, some of the veterans you have on this team, um, you know, they're, they're still relatively new to this or second or third year, but yet – uh, they, they've, they've got that, that experience, which you kind of talked about. It, it's got to be exciting to, to see this team, you know, 16 and 10, you've kind of taken that next step. And now as you get ready for the bulk of conference play, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, where this thing can go, because I know getting back to the conference tournament has got to be a big goal for this squad. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I think the future is so bright with this group. They, they are fun. Uh, they want they want to be there. They want to play hard. They want to practice hard. Um, they're eager to learn and listen. So that's definitely a positive. Sometimes you have to win them over in that aspect. And, and I don't have to do that with this group. They, they're tuned in. They're dialed in. And, um, you know, I think they're going to be really, really tough as we move forward conference is tough there's there's no there's no reprieve in there there's no weak teams you have to battle it out every single week um you know and i think that's every sport not just softball but um you know i think as they continue to grow and get all this experience under their belt uh, they're going to be a tough team yeah, look at, you know, Sarah Tiffany and uh, Lauren Beggs, two names we're familiar with, had really good seasons, tied for your team's RBI lead. I imagine you kind of lean on them. They're, if you will, they're the veterans of the of the, of the the team, even though they still got some yep. eligibility left. Uh, they, they've been through this a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Lauren, especially in terms of that, because she is a COVID uh, mm-hmm. kid, so she technically would have been a senior this year but um so she she's been through it she's been through the ropes and sarah a true junior this year those two kids um just 
they do everything right. They work hard. They they go to the field early. They're kind of the the voice of reason and the wisdom of our team. So I think we do not just me, but I think our our other athletes definitely rely on them. Yeah, and I would think every team you need players like that, especially with a, as young of a team as you have and with the newcomers, someone to look up to. And and I'm, I'm sure you have your vocal leaders and you have those that lead by example. All very important. Yeah, there's a lot of different moving pieces to that puzzle, but I think they're a big key to it. Um, you know, and I think they've earned a lot of respect from from their teammates and and even just people in the athletic department in the community. Mm-hmm. They they are good leaders for us and, and do things the right way. Let's talk about your pitching staff a, a little bit. Uh, Savannah Egger off to a seven win start, seven and four. Her ERA just over two. Bailey Carlson has had a couple of big pitching performances here the last couple of times out. She's five and three. Um, They've combined for 13 complete games. Her ERA is is uh, south of three at 2.70. Uh, and you have Morgan Schmidt and, and Emma Montoya uh, also with a couple of wins each. But uh, talk about your pitching staff and specifically Savannah and Bailey and uh, just about their game and what they've done this year to, to improve on what they've had in the past. Yeah, uh, Savannah has such a great arsenal of pitches uh, and can do a lot of different things. She, you know, she throws average speed, maybe a little bit above, but she's just got a great movement and great placement. She does a, a really good good job of making sure she's hitting her corners and and inching the ball off as she gets up in the count um as soon as i can start getting that kid to believe in herself as much as i believe in her she's going to be exceptional uh bailey is just a true competitor she goes out every game she wants the ball um you know it's sometimes it's not always perfect and we have to do some refinements with her but she she's eager to learn she wants to she wants to do um well and you know she just again you can't take competition away from them the kid just wants the ball and she wants to face off with these kids one-on-one and I think that there's just so much to be said for a personality like that I was gonna say as a coach you have to appreciate that and and, you know and just to define that attitude I would think that would be contagious you know other players see that and and hopefully can can feed off of that but to have have one out there especially in the circle because that's such a, a key key position uh, has got to really make you happy and, 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 yeah. and be great for this team. Yeah, I mean, when she's in the circle, she's kind of the kid that makes us go out there. She's she's a little bit different look in terms of what we said about Peyton. It's uh-huh. just kind of she just pushes pushes the kids. And, I mean, even in moments that she doesn't feel the most confident. One time she told me in a mound visit, she said, Coach, you just have to tell me, like, you got to get this done if your life, if your life depends on it. <laughs> and so that's kind of my joke with her that I tease her about because she's like, I'm just – I'm better under pressure, like – I want it, and so see, some of it is just getting to know these kids and, and learn them a little bit better. But that's those are words from her mouth. So now I just like to tease her with them, oh, like, so hey, it, if your life depends on this, every every visit is life or death. Yeah, now, apparently. yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you got to find the right buttons to push, and that's one of the one of the keys to, to coaching is is being able to do that. That that's uh, certainly some some good stuff. And back to back complete games, and and really for Bailey, you, you lose that heartbreaker. I mean, that, that's tough emotionally, and for her to come back in game two against MS you Denver and do what she did to kind of get you back on track and probably set the tone for the next day. Yeah, I don't know. She was on another level that day. <laughs> she was just ready to roll, but and then she gets like so frustrated herself, mad because I mean, if you're talking about how cleanly she pitched the game, like there were some questionable things, and mm-hmm. we talked to her kind of as she went out of the second and third inning of like, hey, we got to work ahead, and then she was just so focused on working ahead, <laughs> and she wasn't, and then she'd just come off so frustrated with herself, and it's like, hey. It's great. If we can work ahead, that's great. And if we can't, you just have to go out and continue to produce your outs, which is what she did. So, like, the cleanliness of the game wasn't what I don't – like she wanted it to be um but she just went out and competed and and she was she was tuned in that day you you weren't taking it away from her that's for sure I'm guessing being a Loveland native had a little bit to do with that back back in in the Denver area wanted to do well yeah I mean I think some of those Colorado kids all have a little (laughs) bit of an edge when you go out there and play those teams and um you know it's a positive thing it's it's moments that you Mm -hmm. see them want to compete and that's fun Exciting stuff. Tigers uh, gearing up. Really conference play kicking in. They're already off to a 2-2 two and two start. Uh, a few more non-conference thrown in there. We mentioned uh, Colorado, St- Colorado School of Mines tomorrow and Wednesday. Southwestern Oklahoma State still on the road, but uh, by and large, it's conference play uh, really kicking in. We'll talk about the MIAA. We'll get to a couple of those questions that were emailed in to us when we come back. Tiger Talk brought to you in part today by Adams Brown. Going above plus beyond for you. That's Adams Brown, Strategic Allies and CPAs. We'll take a break. Another segment with Coach Adrian Pilkington of the Tiger softball team right here on Tiger Talk along the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. 
People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. March specials at your local Napa Auto Parts store gives Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Orange Antifreeze and Coolant, $14.99. Wash and Wax products, including Purple Power Cleaner Degreaser, $4.49. Sellers Toolbox Shop Towels, $2.29 per roll, along with Seafoam products starting at $8.49. Take advantage of these specials and many more at Gibbs Auto Supply, 13th Street in Hayes. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. When the craving for tacos hit, there's only one place to go to satisfy that taste, the taco shop. On special this month, the cheese quesadilla, $4.39, cheese nacho, $1.49, and the veggie burrito, $3.89. The taco shop, order in three ways, in person, on the app, or call in. Come on down to the taco shop, you never had it, you never had it so good, to the taco shop. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're talking softball. Four-day states, Adrian Pilkington, our first spring sports program of the year. Appreciate you joining us today on the first day of spring. Going to get a little warmer this week. Going to be a bit breezy, but uh, temperatures in the 70s tomorrow. Tigers hosting Colorado School of Mines. We'll have the doubleheader right here on KAYS. Our coverage beginning at 140 with the Auto World pregame show. Tigers hosting the Ore Diggers tomorrow. And then again a doubleheader on Wednesday. And then Saturday uh, back at home as they host Nebraska Kearney in a doubleheader beginning at noon out of Tiger Stadium. So conference play uh, kicking in here. And we'll talk about the MIAA in just a little bit. We did have a couple of questions that were uh, emailed into us and uh, trying to find uh, the first one that came in late last week. It was for you, Coach, and a uh, question of um, since you've been the, the coach here at Fort Hayes State, how many Hayes area, uh, the Hayes area talent has played for you in your program uh, since you're hire? And we had to go back and check, but there, there's been a, been a handful of them. Yeah, I think actually going, going back and looking, we had about six. Um, so, And then I've, I've had some others that we've kind of helped get to junior college uh, first and just hopes that they can go there and, and get a little bit better, get some experience under their belt. But, um, you know, it's just all kind of about a fit and making sure that we have that need at the time. So, um, you know, we like to try to look at local talent and, and find a spot for them. So, um, you know, it's always something we're looking at. It's just we don't always necessarily find the perfect fit. Yeah, and sometimes – there's a you know a need and availability and uh, you know we've seen that in other sports where <laughs> you've got a young team you've yeah. got a lot of spots and you don't have just a lot of, of scholarships to give. Yeah, um, I mean that definitely plays a big part of it. And I mean you just don't want to bring somebody in when they have somebody in front of them and then they're going to have to just sit longer mm-hmm. than they should. You know sometimes they can go somewhere else and play right away. So um, it's not only a fit for us but a fit for them. But we definitely try to watch the Hayes local talent uh, and see if we can find kids that fit our needs. Another one uh, just sent in here a little bit ago, and we appreciate the question. Um, are you in favor of keeping the ghost runner rule for extra innings? I'm guessing they're meaning the international tiebreaker because a ghost runner, if I remember, growing up we play in the backyard is when you would have enough players. <laughs> and so you had the ghost runner at second. Mm-hmm. I think they're thinking the, the international tiebreaker, you put the runner from the whoever made the last out at, at second base. Do you, do you like that, how, how those games are decided? Uh, it depends on who my last <laughs> out was. Good point. <laughs> no, I mean, that definitely makes a difference. You feel like if I have 
Peyton or Sarah or somebody that's quick and they're the last out and you get to put them on second, that makes your life a little bit easier. But if you have, you know, some of your slower kids, that's not always ideal. It's just, it serves a purpose and, you know, it's just part of the game. It's just like overtime and basketball is just the way that they structure things. Um, that's just kind of how it works. And sometimes it works in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. But Has, has there been any talk of changing that or is that something that's pretty, I mean, it's been there a long time. It's just it's pretty much going to stay, you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll stay. It's just like in conference, we don't start it until um, 11 complete. Right. So like we just push it back because n- nobody really wants to do it. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it gets to the point of, where you have to or you don't have lights so you don't have a choice um and you have to go into it a little bit earlier but i think we've only had one this year so it's not i mean it's not horrible mm-hmm. uh, and i actually i don't think that we won that one i think we <laughs> stranded our runners uh, which is unfortunate yeah. but um you know it's just it's it serves a purpose and that's just kind of the way it goes real quick we're about out of time but i want to ask you about the miaa you're two and two right now you're split with northwest and missouri western uh, a couple of weeks ago to start it uco and it's early nobody's played more than four games so far uco is always good roger state they're the defending national champion just your thoughts on the miaa i imagine those two are going to be two of the teams to chase again this year but it seems like every year it's deep and it's competitive and obviously yeah. you're hoping you're you you've moved up that ladder you're going to be in that mix as well yeah i mean we were close last year and we just didn't take care of some business when we needed to but it's tough i mean the the worst team you know at the bottom uh, on any given week is going to be a tough team to beat still um on the week that you face off with them so i mean yeah and in addition to that washburn is very yeah, good yeah uh so there's a lot of really strong teams it's just a matter of taking care of business um you know on the teams that are like sitting even or lower with you and then going out and just really competing against those top teams uh uh, for your wins so every every single game counts and the kids know that and we just got to keep grinding and keep working just going to bring that up you were so close a year ago and you didn't as you said you know had some opportunities but then you go back and look at some of those games early in conference play and they all add up i mean they're i mean what you're going to play this weekend with carney who knows uh, one of those games could be a key factor in whether or not you get in the tournament again yeah and i mean it's just explaining like last year we had 14 freshmen and it's explaining the process to them because they just sometimes don't always understand it and it's just like you guys like it's it's creeping up on you and and sometimes you know you you get there and you make it and sometimes you don't but I think they have a lot better grasp on the process and the system and how it works um so we're in a lot better position I think to mentally handle it than we were last year all right sounds good we're out of time we appreciate it uh good luck we'll see you tomorrow at the ballpark again Colorado School of Mines who's playing today at in the Shadron, they got their series bump back. So doubleheader tomorrow, a doubleheader again on Wednesday, and then a doubleheader at home on Saturday. Some great opportunity to watch the Tiger softball team at uh, Tiger Stadium. If you haven't been out there, the new turf, didn't even get a chance to ask you about that, but obviously a great upgrade to the facility. It's got to be nice. Yeah, absolutely. It's a small plug on that, I guess, is Saturday in between games, we're going to do um, our field dedication for the Flea Hardy family. Great. Um, so it should be a really great day and, a, and an awesome opportunity to honor them. But the field's beautiful. It plays incredible. We, you know, we're incredibly lucky and grateful for that. That's the facility. It just continues to get better and better. Coach, appreciate the time. We'll see you at the ballpark tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. There you me. go. Adrian Pilkington, head softball coach at Fort A. State. They're off to a 16-10 and 10 start, and they'll play two with Colorado School of Mines tomorrow beginning at 2. We'll be on the air at 140 with the Auto World pregame show. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. We'll take a break. We'll talk baseball as uh, we will be back after this here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Next Tech TV Now is part streaming, part live TV, and everything you need for nonstop basketball. Catch it live on your favorite channels and stream the action on the go so you never miss a moment. Pause, rewind, and record the best of the mania. Do it all buffer free with the Dynamic Duo, Deluxe TV Now, and Gig Speed Internet for just $175 per month. No commitments. It all starts now at next-tech.com. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. And welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. If you can't stop by for lunch, get some great carryout for supper tonight. Big Smoke Hayes. Dot com, of course, with the old soda shop uh, building. So they've got the variety of all the original and flavored soda fountain drinks and, of course, the best barbecue in town with their own special dry rub here at Big Smoke Barbecue, BigSmokeHaze.com. Uh, proud to be part of it here on Tiger Talk, our first spring edition of the year. We're talking baseball now with uh, – Justin Wickert, the new head coach at Fort Hayes State University. Coach, appreciate you joining us today on our, our first program. And, and we'll get into the season. And uh, you brought a, a player, Ed Scott. We look forward to talking to him and getting to know him a little bit better. But uh, let's get to know you a little bit better. Maybe uh, your, your background a little bit. Uh, I know you were an assistant at Pitt State. You've been at the Division II level, the junior college level, a player at the junior college level and the Division II level. Just maybe a little little bit of your background for all the, the Tiger fans out there who maybe don't know it yet so kind of a coaching background has been all over the place uh <laughs> cali county is where i actually started off playing at out of high school went from there to william jewel left went to oklahoma state ended up back at william jewel uh got drafted out of cali when i was there um fortunate to play under great coaches at both places um as a coach started off helping out at william jewel a little bit as i was getting ready to go out and play after college and then uh Helped out with pitchers and strength and conditioning. Moved from there into uh, NEO. Coached at NEO, I think, for four years with Roger Ward down there. We had some good players, good clubs come in there. Um, Left there, went to uh, Pitt State for a year. Um, Pitt State to University of Arkansas, Fort Smith, and then University of Arkansas, Fort Smith to Trinidad State. So kind of junior college, Division two, and, and kind of all over the board. So. And, and obviously great success at Trinidad, turning their program around. Uh, what what enticed you for this Fort Hayes State job? Uh, I know the history. You know, in the past, uh, especially being from Cali, this was the program. Um, Division two. if you're going to go out there, you know, I think they were contending national championship mm-hmm. and uh, – uh, and that championship game there yeah. in 2000, and uh, that was right around the time that, you know, I was getting ready to go into junior college. So you know the history of the program, you know the success, you know the support. So I think that, uh, you know, I'd drive down the highway with my uh, assistant coach, Corey Bonner, and I'd always look at him when we get by the exit, and I'd be like, you know, that'd be a heck of a job if it ever opened up. And uh, he'd be like, you think? And then it was kind of funny because about six weeks later we were sitting here and going, okay, now we got to go get players. So... Talk, I mean, obviously, uh, you, you had some great success at Trinidad and uh, had a great season a year ago, and and now you, you come to Fort A State, and, and it's been tough. The, le- the years have been lean in baseball. Uh, what's been the biggest challenge, and just how did you how did you attack this thing from when you when you came here this summer, starting the job? You know, the first thing was to do to reach out and kind of find the personalities on the team, the players, find out what, about what we were returning, and then try to go out and add as much uh, talent as we can in the areas that we could. Um, you know, it's a challenge whenever they'd been struggling a little bit to bring some, some more players in, but it's something we battled through. I feel like we built a pretty decent roster here to get this thing started, and, uh, and we're just kind of trying to build on it right now. So You you have to be happy with the weekend, and and what you look at the and, – and, Changing culture, I mean, that's – and it's not even that there were bad kids. That's not where I'm going at. But just the, the a culture of winning, 
And when you haven't had it for a while, I would think that's – and I know you've used that word a lot. It feels like it's maybe starting to take take a little bit of traction and you know, this team's starting to show some resiliency in, in battling back and had a great weekend this weekend. For sure. You know, every every step, every time you accomplish something, you know, at the beginning of the year is get the first win, then it's go out and win the first series, and then it's getting the conference play, you know, and trying to get your first home win. And then, <laughs> I mean, everything's just a process of trying to build in the right direction. But – uh as far as culture, we do got good kids, man. They work hard. We got some talent on the team. You know, it's just uh, getting them to understand, you know, the process of winning and their uh, what they're capable of actually doing. You know, and that's what we're working on right now. So, and uh, we're going to talk with one of those guys who uh, was a part of the past and now a big key here in Ed Scott, your your leadoff hitter. We'll get to him here in just a little bit. But boy, when you look at the weekend, um, you put some runs up, but boy, pitching. You're starting pitching, and really, go back to the Rogers State Series. Um, you, you go one and two, easily could have won two, and, 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 and it sounds crazy. One bad inning from being in a position to win all three. You got good starts there. Now you get good starts again down at Edmond over the weekend. You got to be happy with the starting pitching right now, and, and even some of the relievers that have come in, although they didn't need to lose a lot of them this weekend. Yeah, so we'll go back a little <laughs> bit further, actually, go back to the fall, you know. Right. Um, the fall started off a little rough, and then we actually got a lot of guys in the zone, and they were competing well, you know, for uh, for the stuff that we have and the guys that we have. It's the ability to get ahead, you know, and understand that we can't be a team that's going to walk a lot of guys. And um, it's something they did well in the fall, and then we kind of started off slow throughout the spring, and we've seen glimpses of what they were capable of. But, uh, you know, just trying to get that consistency and uh, – been in that situation to win a series or have a chance if we would have played clean throughout a series and maybe you know get a sweep earlier in the year and uh, just came up short but uh you know if you look at all three games even with uh bb he came out in that first game he threw a heck of a game for us he uh comes out and uh you look at the the box scoring you see you know it looks like it's astronomically different. And what people don't realize is is that was uh, we were actually leading, you know, five to four in that game. They had one uh, one hitter that had a pretty good game against him, hit two uh, two run home runs, you know. And then what got us was I think it was the seventh inning, and they come in and they execute three perfect bunts, and you know, um, a good bunt is hard to defend at times, you know. So they ended up scratching those three runs, and then you're going okay, we're down two we got to go infield in here, keep this thing close, you know, and the ball bloops over to the backside of the infield would have been routine, and it pushes a couple more runs across, and next thing you know, it's separated the point that it looks like it's out of hand. And as I, we go down the line, we talk to the guys, you know, and it's like, hey, you know, you played clean defense. BB, you threw the ball real well there, guys. If you continue that and, and you get out there and you do that, you're going to win some games, and lo and behold, the next couple games is exactly what they did, so. Yeah, sometimes baseball is baseball, and it, that's what makes it a great sport and a very frustrating sport. You, I mean, sometimes, I mean, bunt singles, playing a bunt, infield singles are hard to hard to get outs, and, and yet you make the right pitch and you don't get rewarded for it. That's sometimes how the game goes, which in every sport you need to be mentally tough, but I think baseball is one of those. You, It's different because you, you're going to do things right and it's still going to go wrong. You just have to persevere and get through all that. It sounds like your, your staff is starting to figure that out a little bit. For sure. I think that's exactly right. And, and you mentioned you came back. Zach Berg gives you a seven on Saturday, and uh, you win that 9-2 to two and a close game for a while. They got the bats going and got a little little separation. He's pitched well. And then, then yesterday, Jake Campbell was phenomenal. Yeah, both of them had uh, great starts. You know, the, the crazy thing is on the other side is um, UCO is a great program. They yeah. just roll out one arm after another arm after another arm, and all of them are good, you know, and you're lining up and you're telling your guys, hey, we're going to have to have quality starts from you. And, and, and Berg did kick it off, and, you know, he goes out there, he throws a ton of strikes, he's pitching well, and uh, I think we rolled more double plays there than we had in a long time. <laughs> we executed those and, and picked him up on a couple things, but he had a good game, and then Campbell behind him. Um, came out and did the same thing got off to a strong start held us in the game till we had a point to scratch a couple runs and uh you know felton got on and we bunted him over and then ed scott doubled down the line scored him and then we were able to take advantage of an air and, and and push the second run across and then uh you know uh campbell continued uh pitching for us and uh i think he got tired in that last inning we we're going to try to ride him as long as possible and he wanted the ball but the time came and maley had been progressing and maley went in and got the job done so it well, goes two innings uh, didn't get the save wasn't a safe situation on saturday but got out of a bases loaded jam I mean, that wasn't easy and he made some quality pitches to get out of it on, on coming back on back to ba- back to back days work 
He did. You know, they uh, they come in uh, again. Trying to figure out what happened there. I'm, I'm trying to remember that last inning. We right. had a situation. I'm trying to too. I remember, but we got a runner on first, and we got a bot call on, a, on the same pickoff they've been doing. We had him picked to first and turn around to second base. We thought we had him picked off there. We ended up getting a walk behind it, and then Maley came in, made a great pitch. One of those situations yeah. you were talking about, where it, it kind of got us in the earlier in the year, and uh, it, you know there was no panic out of Maley as an infield hit. Um, Maldonado is able to keep the ball on the infield for us and then picks up a big strikeout and then uh, Knox makes a good play, throws it across, and uh, Herman picked the ball out of the dirt and he got the last out, you know, so it was a pretty good day for him. It was a good day. Tigers take two out of three. They'll be uh, back at home tomorrow, a non-conference doubleheader with Rockhurst, and then back to conference play. Pittsburgh State will be in town this weekend for three, and we're going to have all three of those games uh, right here on KAYS. More on that a little bit later on. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. We're going to take a break, but we're going to come back and talk with a member of the Tigers. Ed Scott will join us, uh, one of the veterans on the team. We'll do that next as we continue for Big Smoke Barbecue on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. BTI John Deere does it every year, and they're doing it again this year. Save on BTI's filter and pre-packed oil sale now through March 31st. Save all month on pre-packed oil and filters. You can also order filters on the BTI portal and receive an additional discount. Don't have an account? Open one and take advantage of this sale. The filter and pre-packed oil sale through March at BTI with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock with you as we talk Fort Hayes State baseball. It's our first baseball and softball Tiger Talk of the year, and we're certainly glad to have you a part of it here today. We did have a question emailed. We'll get it for Coach in that last segment. Uh, We're joined now by Tiger uh, senior outfielder Ed Scott. Ed, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day before practice here to join us. If you don't know, Ed out of Manhattan, played at Cloud County Community College, and now uh, with the Tigers. just talk about the year. Coach mentioned it. Um, I mean, obviously you were part of it. It's been, it's been some rough going, but starting to see signs of things turning in the right direction. Uh, just is your evaluation on how this season has gone so far with all the newcomers and all the guys that are, that are back? Oh, yeah. So far it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it started with all the work in the fall, really. Uh, we just, just put our heads down, went to work, um, just focused on getting better, getting to where we wanted to be get the get the program back to winning winning games that's what it was all about win for each other win for this program win for this community that's what our focus was you know we talk about changing culture and you hear that a lot in sports and it is very important but not always easy i mean you and, and it wasn't just you there's there's a, a lot of you guys who have, have been a part of it and, and it wasn't that you guys weren't working hard and trying to win you wanted to win but it just it didn't work out what what's the difference can you can you tell a difference this year from from years past to, with this team and, and how it's all going oh yeah absolutely it was as soon as coach showed up it was we're going to do everything the right way it was no more Nothing's going to slide. We're going to do everything the right way. 
this is how it's going to be. It's either my way or the highway. And if you didn't want to be part of it, he was glad to let you go. And now we've got a group of guys that want to be here and want to get the job done every single day. I guess 5 a.m. waits in the off season will is a good start to that. <laughs> you find out real quick who wants to be a part of it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then obviously fall ball and all that that work to to, to kind of integrate all that stuff and and. Great weekend uh, this past weekend, and, and you know you look at the, the your record right now, eleven and sixteen, easily could be at five hundred or better. Let some slip away, but you just kind of you sense there's some momentum, and uh, this being a big weekend, I think, in the sense that you look at Roger State, you could have easily won two, maybe swept. You didn't get it done; it was disappointing. Then the Newman game didn't go well, but to come back and then win two out of three against a quality program on the road, mm-hmm. I mean, you sensing some momentum being built by this squad right now? Oh, absolutely. We had so much fun this weekend. We really finally came together as a team and just had so much fun playing baseball every single pitch, every single inning. We could just feel the momentum build throughout every game. And you just you just feel it as a team with all the guys love playing that love playing for each other and being together to go accomplish a common goal. And Coach brought some players in and obviously some good talent. It seems like everybody kind of gelled and, and, and you know got along and, and became a cohesive unit pretty quickly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, takes the fall. You get. You, I mean, you go through what we did in the fall together, and it's hard not to come together. <laughs> We're talking with Ed Scott. He's uh, one of the veterans on this Fort Hayes State baseball team, a senior out of Manhattan, played at Cloud County Community College. Just talk about your background a little bit. You grew up in Manhattan. Uh, obviously, there's been some, some good baseball played there by the, the Manhattan High Indians. Uh, just talk about maybe uh, you know playing baseball and then when you kind of got the, the, the itch and maybe the, the inkling that you had a chance to play beyond high school. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's kind of – is. As young as I can remember, I've always <laughs> wanted to play as long as I possibly could. Right. This, this is what I wanted to do. Um, but, yeah, growing up, I mean, always played on good teams in Manhattan. Uh, as you said, there's a rich rich baseball tradition there in Manhattan. We, I was lucky enough to get second in state my senior year and then played on some good summer ball teams mm-hmm. that gave me a chance to go on and keep playing and just took advantage of that took the opportunity that I had to keep playing, and here we are. Then went to Cloud County Community College, played over three seasons, COVID involved in, in some of that as well, and uh, um, they've obviously had their success in baseball, and uh, Coach Gilliland there, one of our favorite guys, uh, a great place to, to play junior college baseball, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was when I got there, it was kind of the same spot we were in here. We were in a rebuilding phase there, and it's probably one of the what I have one of the most senses of pride, I guess, in my life and is just being able to be a part of turning something around like that. And that's what I'm kind of trying to convey to the guys on this team is we've got a special opportunity here and it's not something to be taken lightly. Like you'll remember this the rest of your, your life. You're the foundation of this program and just don't, don't have any regrets about anything you do here. Being one of the, the, the veterans who, who's been a part of this, and as you said, your junior college experience of turning it around, I mean, do, do you find yourself, I mean, you're naturally just by being a, a senior, you're going to be a leader, but do you find yourself trying to be that vocal leader and instilling that with, with the newcomers, but even maybe some of the younger guys um, who, you know, their time is still coming? I mean, do you find yourself trying to be that mentor and team leader on this squad? Yeah, absolutely. I that's something I've really tried to work on this year is get better as a vocal leader. I've always kind of been a lead by example type of guy, but trying to step up and be the guy that says the right thing in the right spot. That's part part of what I feel like my role has been this year. Played mainly center field since you've been a tiger. You're in right field mainly right now, batting in the leadoff spot. Um, talk about the differences. I mean, obviously they're, they're a little bit different. You, you like in right field? I do. I, I played right at Cloud. Okay, so there you it go. Kind of, kind of felt like going back to home. Um, but, no, I mean, just the the differences is really there's just a little bit of difference on how the ball right. comes off the bat, you know. Uh, center, it's everything's true read and right. I mean, you can – the ball will slice, sometimes it'll dive. But just having plenty of reps there, I was pretty comfortable with it. It's fun to throw a guy out when he tries to stretch a double and a triple, oh. I bet, huh? Oh, absolutely, yeah. 
one of my favorite parts. All right, to non-conference tomorrow, then you're back to MIAA play. And, and getting to the conference tournament, I would think, is something this, this team has, I'm, I'm sure, bigger goals, but that's the first step, getting getting to the conference tournament, having a chance to, to make a run there. And, and uh, boy, it's amazing what two wins will do. And now you're back to where if you can string a little bit together, you're you're in a good spot, even though you had a little bit of a slow start. Yeah, absolutely. Just build some momentum. I mean, as they always say, you got to be playing your best baseball at the end of the year. So get hot now and carry that momentum. All right, sounds good. Ed, we appreciate it. So glad of you to, to join us today to get to help us get to know you a little bit better and uh, looking forward to seeing you out there at Larks Park here this week. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. There you go. That's Ed Scott, Manhattan Sr., our player guest today here on Tiger Talk. We will take a break. Our final segment, we'll have uh, Coach Wickard back in. We'll preview a busy week of Tiger baseball here at Larks Park. We'll do that next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Save money and make your home more comfortable with Midwest Energy's HouseSmart program. With HouseSmart, your home gets a thorough inspection from a certified energy auditor. Select an approved contractor to make recommended insulation and furnace upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your energy bill. Learn more at Midwest Energy at MWEnergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. When the craving for tacos hit, there's only one place to go to satisfy that taste, the taco shop. On special this month, the cheese quesadilla, $4.39, cheese nacho, $1.49, and the veggie burrito, $3.89. The taco shop, order in three ways, in person, on the app, or call in. Come on down to the taco shop. Welcome back to Tiger Talk, our final segment here on this Monday. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by BTI. They're your John Deere dealers in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family online, btiequip.com. Also brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion. All right here, Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. You can regain your best moves without traveling far at the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Head coach Justin Wickard back with us here for the final segment. Tigers have a doubleheader tomorrow, non-conference doubleheader with Rockhurst beginning at 1 o'clock, and then conference play resumes on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Pittsburgh State comes to town, and we'll have all three of those uh, right here on KAYS. We did have a question emailed in for you, Coach. Would you be in favor of implementing the MLB shift rule, basically stating that two infielders must be on either side of second base and on the infield dirt? Your thought on the the shift rule and how it applies, I guess, to college baseball. Um, honestly, for me, with the shift rule is uh, I'm impartial. <laughs> I, I Play your players where you want to play your players because you can bring your outfielder up and stick them over there and have another infielder on that side of the field. To me, it is uh, a question, does a hitter want to try to hit to his strength or does he want to hit against the shift? So, um, honestly, if they enforce it, that's fine. We'll do it. And if they don't, then we'll we'll continue to, you know, try to do our homework on hitters and figure out where we need to position them. So. Interesting stuff. The pitch count now is, is uh, a part of college baseball. It's part of Major League Baseball. Have you seen much effect there? I don't think maybe it was as big of an issue in, in the collegiate game, but uh, what effects have you, have you noticed with the, the pitch clock? The pitch clock, well, um, we struck out, bases loaded, um, <laughs> on a third strike called by a uh, – 
infraction on our hitters in the first weekend as they were trying to get it. I mean, the problem with it right now is is the only person with a clock is the umpires, you know. And so if you're not going to put a clock up or have a clock at the field, how are you going to enforce it? It's like a play clock in football. So I, I told the umpire, if you're going to enforce it, at least count it out loud every time for us so we know where we're at. You know, it, yeah, so. I'd be interested to see if, if ballparks start getting that in as they uh, have it more of a part of it. Uh, real quick, uh, before we go, Rockers tomorrow, non-conference doubleheader, then Pitt State, always a good program, uh, who, who is uh, near the top battling for a league championship. But um, you know, every game important, but obviously those conference ones are, are, are really, really big. But uh, busy week here at Larks Park this week for you guys. It's definitely a busy week. We're going to put our heads down and continue to try to get better, and uh, that's, that's where our focus is right now. So we'll play game to game and, and uh, move from team to team as we get there. So. All right, sounds good. 1 o'clock for the doubleheader tomorrow out at Larks Park with Rockhurst, and then 2 o'clock on Friday, 1 o'clock on Saturday, then noon on Sunday, Pittsburgh State and four-day state. Again, we'll have all three on KOIS. Coach, appreciate you joining us today, and we'll see you out at the ballpark this week. I appreciate it, too. There you go. Justin Wickard, head coach of the Tigers, and a big thanks to uh, Tiger right fielder Ed Scott for joining us on the program. Tiger Talk brought to you today by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, and the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. And of course, brought to you by Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. BigSmokeHayes.com, their website. If you want to get some takeout on your way home, Big Smoke Barbecue, uh, corner of 8th and Main. It's just really good barbecue. We'll see you back here next Monday, noon until 1, Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.